Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please, watch your children. And now, let the show begin. You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms. Put on your hammer pants. Hammer pants! Hammer! Slip on your power glove and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more. It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tim Nadell from Saturday Morning Rewind. Welcome to the episode. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I am Gary. You can follow me on Twitter at SMRGary. And today we are being joined by two very, very special guests. Ladies, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Katie, go first. You're the K. Oh, sorry. Uh, Hi, I'm (laughs) Katie uh, from the KJD pod, and I'm with... I'm Jen, also from the KJD pod. I'm the J of the pod. <laughs> nice. Yes, ladies, thank you so much for coming on. It's, it's, it's an honor to have you, honestly. It's a pleasure to be here. Why don't yeah, you, it's really exciting. Why don't you tell everybody about your podcast? Jen, go on. <laughs> That's so funny. I was waiting for you to do it because you're my mum. <laughs> um, right, cut that out because I'm not her mum. Oh, no, that's best staying in there. <laughs> Um, our podcast, Katie and Jen's Disney Film Podcast, is a weekly look at Disney films where we talk trivia and we give different facts and our opinions. We rate everything on a leaderboard and we have a great section called Katie's Collection because Katie owns almost everything ever to do with Disney. Yeah, pretty pretty much, pretty accurate. We've just recently done episodes on Up and Tangled, and then we've done some classics like Snow White and uh, Basil, Great Mouse Detective. So there's lots of different films that we choose each week. And of course, I was on your podcast. We were talking about Pinocchio. We certainly yes, were. We were. And, and Gary, I was on there yeah. to talk about Beauty and the Beast. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. Yeah. So um, why don't you guys tell everybody where you're from because i know people are saying hey those are some cool accents i am from well the uk uh i'm from the south of manchester but my accent actually doesn't reflect where i'm from because i've sort of lived in the middle of the uk and the north and i've sort of not really taken on the correct accent for where i am and uh i'm also british but most people think i'm australian or sometimes <laughs> from New Zealand. And I've also had South Africa because <laughs> I um, have lived all over. My husband's American. And I think I just have like an inability in my head to not take on other people's accents. Like when I hear myself talk, I think mm. I sound like really, really British, like the Queen. And then people are like, oh, you're from Australia. So, you know, but I am, I'm British. I'm from here. I live in Bristol, which is like a really fun arty part of the country nice I, i'm kind of like you guys i have a like a different assortment of american accents i've lived on the west coast and south i lived in the north and so every time i move somewhere different people think i'm from a different area like what i remember when i went back to florida which that's where i um graduated high school 
and some guy wanted to, to beat me up because he said I was from New York. And I, I've never been to New York, so I don't know what he was talking about. But I had, I guess, a little bit of a North Dakotan accent at the time because I lived in North Dakota before that. So I, I just can't fit in anywhere. <laughs> that is and so mean that he wanted to be I know. just for being from I, New York. I, well, yeah, it's a small. It's, I don't want to. I don't want to make anybody mad that's listening. But it's a small hick town in Florida, and <laughs> he was he was drunk. So I I didn't I didn't hate him for it. I just stayed away from him. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Good move. It was. It and was. I've, I've only ever lived in one state, but I don't have the accent to match that state. So That's true. You, you guys don't. figure that one out. That, that, is, <laughs> that is very strange that you don't have a, a southern accent. No. Because everybody around me is always talking y'all and this, that, and <laughs> yes. the other. I, I just, I've lived my whole life trying not to have that accent. <laughs> but it is I bad because I... you were from there. From, yeah. From there. From anywhere there. in the south. The south. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's funny. I've uh, I have a tendency, uh, like I forget which one of you said it, but I have a tendency to pick up accents. And I used to sit next to this dude from South Africa at work, and as the day would go on, I was sitting there talking to people on the phone, and my accent would start turning more and more African just because I was picking up on his dialect. As more he was and more African. So you already had a slight African accent then. Uh yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so anyways, we are here. I wanted to do a very special Halloween episode because, yes, I can't believe it's already going to be Halloween in a couple of weeks, and I'm so excited yeah. for it because I love Halloween. And so we are going to be talking about Count Duckula because I think it's a very Halloween-fitting cartoon to talk about. Yes. Vampire is one of the best Halloween costumes yes. because it's so easy to make. Like, vampire, zombie, the classics. So, yes. And a vampire duck is the perfect Halloween cartoon. Who is also a, a vegetarian. Well, that's the best bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he has ketchup for blood. Yeah. Amazing. Interesting. Okay, so let's, let's go into it. Let's, let's start talking about Count Dracula. First, let me play the intro for everybody listening, in case, in case people who, they might not know who Count Dracula is. So here is the intro, which I love the intro. <laughs> Home for many centuries to a dreadful dynasty of vicious vampire ducks, the Counts of Duckula. Legend has it that these foul beings can be destroyed by a stake through the heart or exposure to sunlight. This does not suffice, however, for they may be brought back to life by means of a secret rite that can be performed once a century when the moon is in the eighth house of Aquarius. Blood. The latest reincarnation did not run according to plan. So, who is the person singing? Do either of you know, are they, are they a known person over there in the UK? Not that I'm aware of. No, I don't. I don't think so. I did some research last night, and it's Doreen Edwards, and she had a band called Distant Cousins. Hmm. Never heard of them, but my music knowledge is really poor, so it could <laughs> be that she's incredibly famous. 
here's I feel like I've seen that name on like a one hit wonders eighties. Maybe CD here is uh, here's a quick sample of one of their songs. Yeah, I never heard of that song. Hmm. Do you know, actually, I was looking on the Wikipedia page and Doreen Edwards' name isn't even a link. So that's <laughs> yeah, how okay. famous she uh, yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> that, okay, that could be reason why you don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might have been her only work and that album, of course. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So did both of you, it's a very British cartoon, which I loved. Did either of you watch it as kids? Yes, yes, it's actually, um, to shout out to Manchester, it was made at a place called Cholton-cum-Hardy, which is in Manchester, and that was the HQ of Cosgrove Hall Films. So it's a northern show as well. Just nice. thought I'd get that in. Nice. Excellent. Good job. Cool. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I definitely watched it as a kid. My brother and I were really into cartoons, and we watched almost anything, everything that was on. There's like... If you name a cartoon that was on British TV when we were kids, then we probably watched it. And there are only very, very few where I say, oh, actually, I've never seen an episode of that show. I didn't watch an awful lot of cartoons, but Duckula was definitely one that I did watch. It was just must have been on at the right time. Yeah. And Gary, what about you? I remember watching it somewhat as a kid. I think it played in reruns on Nickelodeon. Yes. Uh, and I think I caught it a time or two there, but I really had kind of forgotten everything about it until we watched, uh, or until I was playing catch-up this past week watching some episodes, and it's quite quite a little treat. Yeah, and I, I loved it as a kid. Um, I, watched mm -hmm. it, I watched it on Nickelodeon as well, but I also haven't seen it since I've been a kid because it's just not, it's, it's never been released here in America on DVD or anything, and so yeah. I just didn't have access to it, and so I was playing catch-up too, and I, I don't remember any storylines. I just remember he was a, a vegetarian duck, and I remember his um, his uh, Igor was wasn't he a bad guy kind of kind of trying to turn him into a bad a bad uh, duckula. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wanted him to be um, as bad as his predecessors and yes, try to get any opportunity to make him bad. And the nanny was there. Nanny's the the buffoon of of the bunch, which I love. Nanny. <laughs> yeah. She was the yes. only character I really remembered, actually, because I hadn't watched it since I was a kid either. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I remembered Duckula because his name's in the title, but mm. I didn't remember anything about him. I didn't remember Igor at all, but Nanny, I remembered. thing about we Nanny is the show ran for, what, four or five years? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How bad is her arm, her wing, that it never <laughs> mended? It's always in a sling. She's so... Also, <laughs> I just finished... Um, refreshing my first aid certificate and the sling her arm is in is so bad like it's not going to support her at all so no wonder it's not healing yeah well that, would <laughs> that be makes it, sense right? <laughs> i'll get it ducky booze <laughs> <laughs> okay so the the, the oh, voice Danny, cast the, the voice cast the narrator was uh barry clayton which i love the narration of because it's very vincent price yes mm. and i love vincent price you guys know who vincent price is right yes yeah. okay yeah, he's amazing. And I, I recorded some of the the audio from the narrator. Here's that. On a jagged finger of rock stands Castle Duckula, known only in the nearby village as Castle Duckula. 
It is the grim and fearful home of the last in a long line of vampire barons, Count Duckula. <laughs> oh, so good. It's almost like he doesn't even know it's a cartoon. He thinks it's like a real dramatic performance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like an actual serious horror. I know, so mm-hmm. good. I love that. And uh, Count Duckula is voiced by David Jason. He's also the yes. narrator on Danger Mouse, because this is kind of a spinoff of Danger Mouse, even though he Count is... Duckula was a bad guy in, in Danger Mouse. He is very famous in the UK. I don't know if he is in America. No, I don't yeah, know who he is. He's hugely I tr- famous. He's okay. massive. Everybody, pretty much, unless you're very young, would know who David Jason was. He was in a very, very famous sitcom called Only Fools and Horses, where he played a character called Del Boy. And then later on, he was in a quite famous police drama called Touch of Frost, where he was Inspector Frost. But yeah, he's like, I suppose he's like national treasure status. Jen, do you think? Wow. Oh, I'm so happy that you said that, Katie, because (laughs) I joke with Nick all the time that any um, British actor is a national treasure. So I'm... (laughs) I'm psyched that you said that. But he actually <laughs> is. He's he's really famous, and he's been really famous for a really long time. Actually, mm. I think since the 60s, he's been out and about doing television. Hmm. Gary, did you know who he was? I didn't know who he was. Uh, no, I did not. I had to kind of look it up. And I saw the same thing you did, that he was the mm-hmm. on Danger Mouse as well, which I thought was kind of neat. Uh, but otherwise, I kind of feel like I've seen his face in something, but... I don't really watch that much British television, so I don't. I don't know. I just um, checked him on Wikipedia, and he was knighted in two thousand and five. He's a sir. Wow! So, so we got to say sir from now on. Yeah, absolutely, Sir David Jason. No, I don't think he's one of those actors that um, uh, requests that you refer to them as sir. Mm-hmm. Not like <laughs> certain ones that I've heard about that do mm. demand to be a sir. And along with other cast, we have Igor, who was voiced by Jack May. Is he a famous uh, actor as well? I know he died in 1987, it said. Not I that I've heard of. the name. It might be that if he, if he died in the 80s, he was in things that we didn't see when we yeah. were. Very true. And Nanny was voiced by yeah. Brian Truman. And Brian, he's also a writer. He also wrote for Thomas and Friends. He also wrote for Count Duckula itself and Danger Mouse, just to name a few things that he's worked on, worked on. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely grew up with Thomas and Friends more than any of these other shows. Uh, I think that that just played more around the time that I was a kid. Gary, but it's been going on for how many years? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but you're so young, Gary. It's so cute. <laughs> I, I don't know it as thomas and friends i feel like it used to be called thomas the tank engine but that might just be me no you're right that's what it was called when i was watching it now it's called thomas and friends and i only know that because i spend far too much time in toy stores (laughs) (laughs) how much time is too much time uh i go to toys r us at least once a week if not more and then target and other certain stores Uh, let's just say i'm in a toy section at least three times a week cool that's cute that's, yeah, that's so cute gary yeah. i i'm the one who has three kids i don't go to toy stores whatsoever <laughs> well it probably costs too much it for does you to go it does. there and get them toys and get you toys okay so do either any of you want to give like a quick synopsis of the show itself 
I don't have one written down, but I had the Wikipedia page open like right now, so I can Oh wait, no. History, spin-offs, plot. Okay, here we go. This isn't really what it's about. Nope, nope. I've failed you. <laughs> I think I've I got it on. Give it a shot. Go for it. Okay, so Count Ducula or Count Ducula the 17th, according to Wikipedia. He's a short green duck with black parted hair and traditional vampire evening wear. And oddly, voiced by British actor David Jason, he has an American accent, which to my ears didn't sound like a particularly good American accent. I don't know how <laughs> it sounded to you Americans. I thought he was American, um, actually, when I was a kid, at least. Huh? I thought he was American when I was a kid, so I, I, it fooled me. Oh, well, that's all right then. Um, he is vegetarian and a, essentially a good vampire because when his predecessor died, they have to do a special ceremony to, uh, what would be the word, reignite the vampire. And instead of using blood in the uh, process, Igor used ketchup, which meant that Ducula came out as a vegetarian <laughs> and quite a good guy. He's a bit selfish. He just wants to be a rock star, basically. <laughs> and Igor spends his time trying to make him bad. And the nanny spends, his, spends her time trying to mother Count Ducula. And they have different adventures. In the pilot, they go to Egypt to find a saxophone that's enchanted, which will make Count Ducula a star. How's that? That's Love very it. good. Did you mention that his favorite food is broccoli sandwiches? I didn't. <laughs> I apologize. That's important, That's, I think. That is crucial, mm. yes. Is that mm. is that a thing over there? Broccoli sandwiches? No. Okay, good. No, but it makes me want to try them. <laughs> hmm. Would you put butter on your bread? Oh, I don't usually put butter on my bread. Would I you? usually put like mayonnaise or like pickle or something instead would you cook the broccoli or would you do it raw cook it really cook it. i like raw broccoli I think, but i think cooking it would make it all mushy i'll i'll um you know like how cauliflower steaks is a thing i'll make broccoli steaks no i didn't know i didn't know that was a thing no. well okay let me tell you some news <laughs> cauliflower steaks are totally a thing now Interesting. And I'm going to make broccoli steaks. You better do it. I want to see pictures. You got to prove yeah. it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. I'll give you a recipe. <laughs> nice. Nice. Perfect. So I found out that the look of Count Dacula was actually modeled after the voice actor who, who voiced him, David Jason. Hmm. That was quite interesting, oh. especially since it's a duck. Who cares? You know, it's, it, <laughs> maybe that's why he looks so familiar to me, to you, Gary, because he looked like Count Dracula. That's what it was, right? That's very possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I can't really see what? it. And I know no. that turning a person into a duck would lose some of their features. Yeah. But thinking about um, Phil Harris being all of those bears, they, yeah. the bears kind of look like him. They do. So, I don't know. What do you think, Katie? I... I don't I don't think I would look at Count Ducula and say, Oh yes, definitely, David Jason. But right. I don't know. He's got quite big eyes, I suppose. But J David Jason hasn't got that no, no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> well, kind of talking about his voice, uh, Tim, do you is there a certain voice actor that when you hear the character's voice you think of? Because there was for me and I'm just huh. curious. 
I didn't pay attention that much. I mean, I did pay attention to it, but I didn't really think of it in that aspect. Who, who to comes... me, to me, he sounds like Billy West. Okay, a bit. I got to re-listen to it then. Yeah, a little bit, and there's little moments where he sounds like other people too. But it's it's very interesting. I actually, uh, I had to look him up. I think you were saying you did too, because I was like, is this guy American? I don't know exactly. I I thought he was. Even when I was rewatching it this past week, I thought he could have been American. Yeah. Maybe it was because I knew it was David Jason. That's probably what it That's was. Possible. Yeah. 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 But because for... he didn't know it was him until we started making this podcast, and you said David Jason, and I thought, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> 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 and he's very famous for being like his sitcom is set in London, so he's very famous for having a very southern, recognizable accent. So as I talked about earlier, this is actually a spinoff of Danger Mouse, where Count Duckula was actually a villain in the cartoon. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen Danger Mouse. Is that a bad thing? Yes. I thought uh-huh. so. I know. I know it's a big staple. Yeah, I know. I know it's a big I cartoon. I like Danger Mouse. I like Danger Mouse. How different is it from Count Duckula? I haven't seen it for a long time, but I would say it was better. Da- yeah, Danger Mouse is sort of like. A kind of bravado Sherlock Holmes, and he has a little sidekick Penfold. He's like, you know, kind of a dork, and Danger Mouse runs the show. Do you remember Count Dracula from Danger Mouse? No. no. Okay, I think it's only a handful of episodes, if I if I remember correctly, from seeing it online. Oh, okay. What about you, Gary? Did you watch Danger Mouse? Uh, I saw it a little bit, but I wasn't. I was never really obsessed with the show or anything. Uh, I was. I'm actually looking it up right now because I think it came back recently. Hmm. It did, uh, yeah. There was a revival last year, a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, interesting. I I, I tried to watch the new series, but I couldn't get into it. And uh, the original, I mean, it's it's fun, but it's it's very, from what I remember, uh, similar. So in 1984, Nickelodeon acquired the rights to Danger Mouse, which was a huge hit for them. And then they wanted to co-produce a new series with Cosgrove Hall, which, you know, made this animation studio behind Danger Mouse. The show that they came up with was, of course, the show we're talking about now, Count Dracula. And the, the then head of Nickelodeon, uh, Jenny LeBron, spotted a picture of Count Dracula, or Count Dracula in Brian Cosgrove's office. And then that's when they said, I want that. And so the rest is history. So that's how Count Dracula came to be. Interesting. I- I, I guess this was a bigger deal than I remember being in America. I didn't realize that Nickelodeon was actually attached to the creation yeah, of Yeah, uh, they were. Count yeah. Dracula. Yeah, I remember. Because I, the one thing that I remember, honestly, a little more than I remember the TV series, is, uh, the, is the Count Dracula. Let's try that again. I love Count Dracula. Is the Count Dracula? Yeah, that's a good show. <laughs> is the uh, Count Dracula comic book series that Marvel yeah. put out in the 80s. So if it got a Marvel series, it's got to be pretty popular. I remember being yeah, huge I as a kid. That too. I've got a couple issues of it somewhere. I haven't flipped through them in a long time, but Danger Mouse was also voiced by David Jason. Yes, it was in his. Well, I was just about to say that the fact that Nickelodeon was involved in the creation of Count Dracula might explain why David Jason had an American accent. That's true. Quite often, if you get two uh, different nationalities working together, they kind of try and 
you know, make things good for everybody by saying, well, yes, they're British actors, but we'll make one sound American or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they, in Danger Mouse, they did all have British accents. They probably didn't want to make it 100% British to turn off a lot of American viewers, maybe. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that interesting. Because I don't think I knew it was British when I was a kid. I mean, obviously, all the other actors were that you can hear, but mm-hmm. I didn't really, it didn't click in my mind that, hey, this is a British cartoon. Yeah, that's that's quite often what production companies do. Not, I, I mean, I didn't know it was in animation as well, but I knew it was in live action, especially in children's uh, drama. If we had them over here, and quite often you'd have a character who was um, like originally a sister becoming an American cousin to you know appease the American money that was being put into it, or oh. all sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a compromise. So that is quite possibly why he has the accent. Very interesting. I have to say that this show is one of those where when I rewatched it, I felt like it hadn't stood the test of time. I didn't want to say that, but I do agree with you. I was gonna, yeah, I was so thinking about I. saying it, but it just wasn't. It, there's been other cartoons I haven't watched as a kid that I watched recently, and it's still almost as good. But this one, I wasn't as interested in watching it as when I was little. Yeah, and I find there are cartoons that I loved as a kid and I watch them now and I still love them. And sometimes it's like, oh, I can see how bad it is from another yeah. point of view, but yeah. it's still like it's still good and entertaining. But um, yeah, I just I didn't really find that with Darkula, unfortunately. Well, I, I watched three episodes uh, and... The first one that I watched, I really didn't like, and I thought, oh boy, here we go. Now I've got to watch more of these, and I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. But the second one that I watched was definitely better, and then the third one that I watched was hilarious. So I think it was just huh. a matter of maybe the episode. As it progressed, it may have gotten better then. Oh, and that, that's, that's very strange. possible, too, because, you know, not to sound like a Yankee Doodle, but uh, mm-hmm. every time I watch a British series, it takes me a couple episodes to typically get into it because the humor is so different. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's the same, but sometimes it's just completely out of left field, which our, I think our comedy is a lot safer. Sometimes we don't take the risk with the joke. Um, and I felt like the first episode, either I wasn't understanding the jokes or it just wasn't written very well, but it definitely got better. Oh, good to know. Very good. Does contain an awful lot of relentless puns. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which can tire you out. (laughs) So true. So true. All right. Let's take a a quick break and we'll come right back talking about some Halloween memories. Hi, guys. Freakazoid here. Don't freak out, but Saturday Morning Rewind will be right back after a quick word from their sponsor. Oh, and don't forget to fly over to their site at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell is an independent podcast ran solely off of generous donations by listeners just like you. A lot goes into running a podcast, so if you want to continue hearing SMR and would like to get involved, please visit SaturdayMorningRewind.com and check out their Patreon campaign. With a small monthly donation, you'll get the opportunity to get involved and even hear your name on the show. Here's Tim to tell you more about it. Hey guys, Tim here. I just want to give a quick shout out to our $10 or more patrons for this month. 
CPR Unplugged with Tommy Waters and Jared Tolbert. If you want to hear your name here or donate in any other way, please go to our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com, and check out our Patreon page. On behalf of all of us, we thank you, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Well, back to the show. Guys! Oh, guys! Guys, Aroni! Tim! Gary! Guys! All right, welcome back to the show. And I guess now's the time we're going to be talking about. Let's talk about other cartoons you guys watched as, as kids over there in the UK since. Obviously, I've probably never heard of, of most of them, if not almost nearly all of them. Well, yeah, I did the that. ones that were like really British that I'm sure were only broadcast here, they're going to blow your mind. I think Katie's <laughs> made a list. Well, it was more that I thought I'd talk about how we used to watch TV in the 80s and 90s, because I don't know how American TV channels work and everything. But when we were growing up, we had the choice of four channels. That's about right. We had maybe four or five. Okay. And so when it came to children's TV, we had from half past three to half past five on either BBC One or ITV, which is like channel three. And they showed the children's shows in sort of age appropriate order. So the preschool stuff would be at half past three and then it would kind of, your cartoons would be in the middle and it would sort of end with a children's drama or like a magazine show at at five so that ended at half past five but then on a Saturday morning on um, the BBC we had this show called Live and Kicking which was like a kind of magazine show that was three hours long and they'd they'd do like competitions and studio stuff and have musicians and talk about music and film and things like that and they'd show a few TV shows and a similar sort of thing a bit later on ITV was called SMTV Live that was the same sort of uh, format and then there'd be a couple of cartoons oh I so loved we didn't SMTV have, did you I was live and kicking I know you were yeah because it was the BBC <laughs> that's so me <laughs> yeah even as a child um but we did have some cartoons that I really loved when I was little so talking sort of three or four we had a show called the shoe people and it was basically about shoes that were people surprise surprise (laughs) (laughs) and it was a shoe repair shop and the shoes got repaired and then they got put in and the owners never came back for them and there was like um a boot that was a police officer and then a Charlie the Clown and there was a ballet slipper called Margot and she was a ballerina and she looked after Baby Booty. I remember Baby Booty. Well this will surprise you Jen but when I was three I apparently asked my mum for a Margot birthday cake and she made me one. Wow. So maybe at three I did like girly things like ballerinas and pink and then I grew (laughs) out of it very quickly. Margot was a decent character, though. I seem to remember her being my favourite. Yes, but it's unlikely that a character that would be your favourite would be mine. (laughs) As we've learned in the past. And then there was a fabulous cartoon called The Raggy Dolls. Oh, I love The Raggy Dolls. And that was about a group of toys that were 
again, rejected because mm-hmm. they had faults like the shoes. Nobody wanted hmm. them as a theme here. And the raggy dolls, so there was something wrong with them. They couldn't be sold and they ended up in the reject bin. And there was um, Dottie who'd got paint on her. I've still got then, a Dottie doll at home. Oh, fantastic. And there was one called Back to Front and he had a backwards facing head. <laughs> and um, a princess... What was wrong with Princess? Oh, she had a haircut, didn't she? And she had a dress in rags, so she was a bit like a Cinderella sort of character. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I like was like, well, did she have like a stained dress? But no, you're right. It was in rags. And Hi-Fi was, um, he had a stammer. And then Lucy didn't have her limbs properly attached. Hence, Lucy. Yeah. Perfect. And the theme tune was written and sung by Neil Innes, and he also narrated it. And he worked a lot with the Monty Python gang okay. back in the day. Gary, are those sounding familiar whatsoever? Uh, I saw the Raggy Dolls. That's what it was called, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I saw an advertisement for that on the Count Ducula page, so I'm kind of <laughs> familiar. <laughs> oh, well but- done. The first show that you were describing sounds like something I should find and watch. I actually oh, have, amazing. I actually pulled it's the intro. So I knew you were going to mention it, so I actually pulled intro. You guys want to hear the, the music? Yes. yes. Okay, please tell me if you guys hear it or not, okay? I'll play it. Okay. Did you hear that? No. No. Uh, what happened since the last time? Okay, let me try something else. That is so strange. What happened? I didn't do anything. People do be do be do. Okay, good job. That's how it. That's how it goes. The Raggy Dolls is the better one, though. The Raggy Dolls intro is brilliant. Okay, can you sing that one for us? It's not much of a life if you're just a pretty face. To be whoever you are is no disgrace. Don't be scared if you don't fit in. Look who's in the reject bin. It's the Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. Dolls like you and me. So if you're not at ease with your knobbly knees and your fingers are all thumbs, stand on your two left feet and join your raggy doll chums. It's the raggy dolls. Raggy, raggy dolls. dolls. Dolls like you and me. Wow. And you, that was so you, <laughs> you remember that from being a kid or is, uh, have yeah. you no, watched? No, I remember that from being a kid. I remember almost every theme tune and advert from the 90s because if it's in a song, I will remember it. Interesting. And if you want to know all the kings and queens of England in order, you can listen to our Robin Hood podcast, where <laughs> in a song, I sing it, especially for Jen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, Jen, it's your turn to sing a song. Sing a song. I, I'm like the opposite of Katie. That's why we're such a good duo. I will love a song and listen to it 50 times, and I still only know, like, the chorus and maybe, like, three other I'm, lines. I don't have a memory for I'm songs. the same way. I actually have songs I've loved since I was, like, 10, and I listen to it all the time still, and I still don't know most of the lyrics. I make them up as I sing along, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Or I start singing a bit, I'm like, yeah, I've got this, and then I'm singing the wrong line. Exactly. But... <laughs> Well, I'm I'm Jen. team Kate. I'm team Katie over here. I know yeah. all the words to everything. So <laughs> we're the perfect duo. That's why this is great. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jen, um, there's another cartoon that I'm pretty sure you watched, but see if you recognize it from the theme tune. There's no words. It just goes do 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 do
No. The Animals of? Oh, Farthing Wood. Yeah, I love that cartoon. Have you ever heard yeah, of that Yeah, I loved one? that too because it was all about animals. No, I never heard of that one either. No. It was like Watership yeah. Down if you don't want to read Ooh. or watch a horror. <laughs> it was pretty horrific, actually. So it was many nothing as bad as Watership Down. Watership Down no. is terrifying. Oh, actually, they died in horrible ways in Animal of Farthingwood. I remember one of them, it was like a small rodent and she had babies and someone like impaled the babies on a rose bush. Yeah. Hmm. And um, you got really, really familiar with some of the characters. And then they just died of old age. Like, I'm sure that happened to Badger. Oh, God, Badger. Badger's always, always bad things happen to Badgers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember really liking it, though. Um, the guy who did the loads of voices in it, Badger, Toad, Whistler was a heron and there was Mr. Hedgehog, all that sort of thing, was Ron Moody, who played Fagin in the Oliver film. Oh, amazing. I don't know, and I don't recognise any of the other names, but yeah, I remember Ron Moody, because he was, like, very important in my childhood. What about, uh, Jen, any cartoon that we haven't mentioned that you wanted to talk about that's, that we, we might not know here in America? I'm not sure, because I think a lot of the ones that I liked were in America as well, like, I watched a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine because my brother mm-hmm. and I were all close together in age and that was his favourite. And um, I really liked My Little Pony and Care Bears, but I'm pretty sure they're both American. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's let's, let's talk about American cartoons. What are some of your favourite American cartoons then? <gasps> my Little Pony. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Sorry. so good, Sorry. Katie. Sorry. My you Little Pony. such a brilliant. hater potato. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. I loved My Little Pony. I even played with My Little Pony toys as a kid. Oh, me too. My parents keep like taunting me by saying they think my My Little Ponies are like still in the attic. Oh. I'm like, send me up there. I I'll know. Search. <laughs> yeah, I loved them. I had tons of the toys, and um, oh yeah, oh they were the best. Yeah, we didn't have toys ourselves, but when I was four and five we went to a babysitter's house all day and they had two girls and so they of course had the toys and i played with them almost all day <laughs> they're so good they're such good toys like if you were fancy you had pony outfits for them Ooh. yeah like they had little shoes and skirts and hats and stuff so good my wife always talks about the big playset that she had growing up for all the ponies it was like a Almost like a motel for ponies. It was humongous. I forget what I it was called. I don't think I had any of the playsets. I have like really strong memories of the the castle, but I don't know if it's because I really wanted it and I thought about it a lot, or if I actually had it. Right. I might have just had it like in my imagination, you know, because when you're a kid, it doesn't really hold you back that you don't actually have the castle. Like they're still there in the castle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Most of my toys, their forts were inside like of our Christmas tree. I remember playing inside the Christmas tree every Christmas season. It was like, oh, yeah, that's a great, great location. The Christmas tree. I think I think we've talked about it maybe on the podcast before, but I have very fond Christmas memories of having G.I. Joe help out with, like, the nativity scene and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Christmas tree for me was mainly my G.I. Joe fortress. <laughs> and Katie, what about you? Any American cartoons that really stand out? Um, 
I'm trying to think. I seem to remember watching Alvin and the Chipmunks quite a yes. lot. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, I love. And that's Alvin because the I remember the theme tune. Mm-hmm. Can you sing that for us, please? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it? Is we are the Chipmunks, Alvin, Simon, Theodore. Do 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 do. T h i p m u n k. That one. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, um, your memory is amazing, Katie. <laughs> it's it's worrying rather than amazing. <laughs> and a bit later on, Rugrats I used to watch quite a lot. Okay, yeah. I watched Rugrats. Well, we sure were talking Gary about the raccoons the other day, weren't we, Jen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you have the um, raccoons? Yes, I, is that I watched it. I don't, I don't think it's American, is it, Gary? But I watched it as a kid. I don't think it was American. I'm not sure. I think it may have been British, right? Uh, I really don't know. Oh yeah, I loved I loved the raccoons. Cyril Smear. That that show just really spoke to me as a child because they were all about conservation and the baddie was, you know, like all about cutting down trees. It's like with Captain Planet. Like as a child yeah. I had really strong feelings about Captain Planet and I still do. It's Canadian. <laughs> okay, the raccoons. Canadian. The raccoons. Okay. Yeah. Well that makes sense actually. Just because of the type of trees they live in. But Captain Planet, did you guys watch that? I sure did. I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah. He's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to yes. zero. When I was younger, my brother and I used to always be like making fun of the heart kid because, you know, everyone else had like a really sweet power and he didn't. And then as an adult, I had a dream about Captain Planet and I was the heart kid. And when I woke up, I was like, I really understand why he was actually the most important character. And to this day, I still feel like he, like his power was actually the most important. But now my brother just makes fun of me because I can identify with the heart kid. Because you're the, you're the heart kid that has no value. Oh, so sad. He has so much value because you can have all the elements, but you don't have any true power until you have like friendship, love. That's what he's all about. All right. Keep telling yourself that then. You know what? I hear this from my brother all the time, but I know in my heart that the heart kid is integral. <laughs> Captain Planet couldn't have been without him. So let's Earth, ta- Earth, what? There's... Wind and fire. I, I was just going to say Earth, wind, fire. All of those things are are there, but heart is very important too. Yeah, thank Don't you. Don't sell yourself so short, Jen. Gary, yeah. stop it. Just yeah, stop it. The power of love is a curious thing, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that song, Katie? Huh? Huh? You, you want to sing that song? No, you're all right. Okay. <laughs> he actually lives near me, by the way. The singer of that song. Huey Lewis. Yeah, he, he's almost a neighbor. Oh, I'm so glad you said his name because I was just <laughs> like, I don't know, even know who sang it. Yeah, he lives. Oh, in my... I know. It's Huey Lewis in the news because it's um the song at the start of Back to the Future. Yes, it is. And, like Nick is actually Marty McFly, so I have to be very oh. familiar with that. <laughs> Yeah, he actually lives in my town. I have a, I live in a super small town, like about, I don't know how many people, but it's got like three stoplights. And he I've seen him multiple times in town. Oh my gosh, I would like want to be his friend. <laughs> you know, today I saw this lady who um, I have nothing against, but she's like kind of always sharp with me and she's not very friendly. And I thought, I wish that she could be my friend. And then I thought, I was like, Jen, you can be friends with everyone in the world. So, <laughs> Tim, you can be friends with Huey Lewis. Oh, because you. if you just be nice to him, he'll be your friend. Thank you, heart That's, girl. Thank you. That, that, that is the power of heart. 
<laughs> See? This is why I identify with the heart kids so much. It makes sense. Meanwhile, I've been looking up Huey Lewis and I still don't have a clue. He's a very, <laughs> very famous singer from the 80s. Well, good for him. Well done. Yes. <laughs> I hope he has a very Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, I'm so... sure he will. Send him a Christmas card, Tim. Okay, yeah. I know where he lives. Yeah, exactly. We'll do that. Say, say we mention you on the podcast and then maybe cut out all the things I've said about not knowing who on earth he is. Oh, no, that's okay. That'll keep him real. That's, that's right. True. That's true. Oh, yeah, grounded. Yeah. Gosh, you really are the heart girl, aren't you? I try. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so since this is our Halloween episode, let's talk a little bit about Halloween. Um, is it as big in the UK as it is here? Is it a big tradition for families? Not as big as America, I don't think. It's kind of risen massively in popularity in the last 15 years probably mm. when people have seen it as an opportunity to sell more things or have another night out or okay. you know have a themed night or whatever but yeah my parents were never really into it so I didn't do any sort of trick-or-treating when I was little we were only allowed to go to the houses of people we knew and I'm pretty sure my mum would like pre-agree with them that we'd come round. Wow. so we'd do like this really like big loop of our town but actually only go to like five houses it was brilliant uh-huh. I, I think it. that's fair though gary is it just me or did the love of of halloween kind of decline since we were kids i don't see it being as popular i see it with some people like there are some people who just will not let halloween go it's yeah. like the thing that they live for every year but as a general thing yeah i think all the censorship and all the yes people are scared too over parenting and everything yeah. has kind of ruined halloween and um, I because I, there's been multi, multiple times where I lived here in town and I stayed home during Halloween and we didn't get one trick or treater, not one single person came by. I know it's that's the way it is for us every year, huh? Because I know when I lived in Reno, Nevada, um, our whole town was was slammed with kids everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was almost like the scene from ET when there's you know hundreds of kids in the street. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I don't see. I don't see that. Of course, I do live in a colder area now. It's much colder here in Montana than it was in Reno. So it is snowier and much colder out. So I think people might go to you know maybe churches and that could do special events on Halloween. I'm not sure. But I mean, I've I've seen your neighborhood. The houses are very close yeah, together. Yeah, close. It's, not it's like perfect. They'd have to walk that far. Yeah. <laughs> but we, yeah, I mean, for us last year, well, last year we weren't even home honestly because we went to see the Goosebumps movie instead of. Uh, instead of staying in the house for Halloween. But it, prior to that, in the place we lived before here, we would get maybe one visitor a night, and that was an apartment complex. So I feel like parents are taking kids to churches and doing trunk yeah. or treats and things such as that. Exactly. I, we have one designated street that is, I mean, it's not the only place you can go, but it's the one, it's the rich street. We call it the rich street because everybody there is rich. <laughs> And they all decorate right. like crazy Halloween decorations. So so they're pretty busy, honestly. And that's pretty much where everybody goes. But the whole town is like a ghost town. Hmm. Wow. wow. Which is apt for Halloween, if it's a ghost town. Yes. That's true. <laughs> I sort of feel that Halloween is now more about adults having fun than that's kids. True. I think that too. Agreed. Because the amount of adults I know that go out into town to go 
do we still use the phrase clubbing? I'm really old, so I don't know. I if think that's still that what... people do still go clubbing. I mean, that's not my scene, and it hasn't been for a long no, time. No, but I think people do dress up, and there are like nights at nightclubs that do special Halloween things, and a lot of kind of things that I see my peers doing are Halloween based. But I don't. I used to live right next to a school and the children in the area knew me because I worked at the school and we still didn't get very many trick-or-treaters. Hmm. So I think actually it's something that the generation that were children in the 80s and 90s are still celebrating. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that's when true. they become parents, they're not bothered about their children doing it, maybe. Huh. What about candies? I know, I know Jen wanted to mention some candies. Oh, yeah, because candy corn is a thing in America that's something you have and I know what it is because I've seen pictures of it and it looks like tiny stripy triangles but I really I've never eaten any I don't know what it's like Are and there was loads of it on Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah, one time it's true. It's true. I, I remember what that was <laughs> what is it is, is, is not really a thing over there then at all no I don't think I we don't have think, it at all I don't think you can get it yeah Gary, what I think it? you can only get it in sweet shops or candy stores huh. to translate that uh, import from America it's our, certainly yeah. not made in the UK. It's probably our most famous Halloween candy, I would think, right, Gary? I'd say so, yeah. And it's pretty controversial. I think it's it's half and half. People either love it or hate it. Yep. And I, I like it. I'm, I'm actually the odd one out. I, I, I'm indifferent towards it. I, I loved it as a kid, but since I've gotten older, I don't ever eat it. Uh, my wife does hate it, though, so we've got the full spectrum between the three of us. I don't know what it is to hate about it, though. It's candy. <clears throat> I don't think it doesn't taste nasty. It tastes like just sugar, you know? Honestly, I don't get it either because she loves everything sweet, so the fact that she hates candy corn really confuses me. But um, it tastes like, yeah, it's basically just sugar. It kind of reminds me of like vanilla, like a cotton candy kind of flavor. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Hmm. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds good. I and thought it was going to have corn in it, though. I thought it was going to no. be something to do with popcorn. No, nothing to do with no, it. No. Just, it. When you put them all together, it creates a corn on a cob. Oh. You can stack them, and, and I guess people can even you know kind of glue them together with sugar and that kind of stuff. It looks like a corn on the cob. Yeah. I, there's nothing to really like or dislike about it. It's it's just kind of a thing. That's why I find it um, odd. That's why I, 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 mean, I, I can see the hatred of peeps. I can see that because oh, yeah, they're totally. marshmallow, you know, covered with crap. But... <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Tim. <laughs> I don't hate them. I, I really don't hate um, peeps, but I can see why people do hate them. But yeah. for me, candy corn, I think it's become a popular thing just to hate on. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of it's kind of like, like the clown craze. Like when I was a kid, nobody was afraid of a clown, but now it seems like eighty percent of the population is terrified of clowns. I blame Rugrats. Really? Yeah. There's an episode where Ch uh, Chucky is scared of a clown. Actually, I can think of. An episode that's similar in just about every Nickelodeon show, where a clown plays like a robber or something. Interesting. I think but Nickelodeon isn't it traditionally Stephen King's It that's made everybody scared. That's what they say. But I was a kid when It came out, and I was I was not terrified of it. Maybe it's because I love yeah, Tim Curry. I don't you're know. You're like me, not scared of anything. Yeah, exactly. That could be it too. Hmm. Guess how I feel about clowns. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, terrified, but I don't like them. They frighten me because I don't like anything with a mask on. I find it very unsettling, and I haven't ever liked clowns. Even as a kid, I found them just disturbing. <laughs> and this freaking killer clown yes, thing yeah, happening yeah, at yeah. the moment really gives me the heebie-jeebies. But someone said to me the other day, 
oh, it's all a publicity stunt because they're actually going to re-release Stephen King's It. And I was like, thank I don't, I don't believe it's that anymore. No, I don't believe that anymore. I think it's blown up to where now the general population is doing it because I think maybe originally it would have started out as a promotional thing, but now it's just getting too out of control and they are going too far by threatening people with knives and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> They're but breaking have, the law. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have to tell myself something so that I... Uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, No, it's all night. just keep your heart, you know, and just keep it pure. And it's mm-hmm. all just nice, innocent clowns on the street holding a knife. Yeah, but they're not, they're not innocent. Or... They're frightening, but it's they're not they're not real. They're just pretending to be frightening. That's what it is. Yep. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think we that's don't a... have any sweets associated with Halloween, really. Really. Yeah, we don't have anything. Uh, what about ghost eggs? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> That's what I call them every time I talk about them, by the way. Me too. Are you familiar with the Cadbury's cream egg? Yes. Yes. I love it. Well, Cadbury's brought out ghost eggs and they are exactly the same, but they don't have the yellow bit in. So you all the fondant inside is just white, like a ghost. And the reason we say mm-hmm. ghost is because it's spelled G H O O O O O O O S T. I love them. I think the Cadbury mm. eggs are, it's its genius the way they promote them. I think it's genius that it only comes out once a year. Uh-huh. And it's genius that they can use the same commercial from the 1980s, even still today, <laughs> to promote it. I love it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> However, Jen, I wouldn't call that a traditional Halloween sweet because I think they were only around this year and last year. Oh, I've never seen them before in my life. I just love them. No, so they're not a traditional sweet. And I don't think we have any traditional Halloween sweets. Like, all of the kind of sweet brands will bring out Halloween-themed Yeah, sweets. like Haribo uh, bring out scary shapes or something. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's nothing, what there's ab- nothing that stood the test of time. What about cereals? Yeah. I know here in America they come out with seasonal cereals like, like uh, Count uh, Chocula. Yeah, Newberry. No. No, really? Oh. No, I think I cereal is much bigger market in the US than it is in the UK. Oh, it's a dwindling yeah, market. I don't and I eat cereal, so definitely. I don't. I don't really notice anything that happens in the cereal world. Because hmm. hmm. Lucky Charms haven't been made in the UK wow. for probably fifteen years at least. That's so sad. Yeah. Wow. I, I love Lucky Charms. You can get them. You can get them. Like a at black market store, type of thing. They're still made in America. Well, actually. You can get them in supermarkets. They're still imported, but you can get them in supermarkets. I mean, I don't like them. I don't like cereal. And the reason I stopped eating it is because of what you were saying, Katie. It's so full of sugar. There's hardly any nutritional value. And there's like so many other things you could eat for breakfast that are just a hundred times better, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. Is, Is pumpkin spice a huge thing over there? Because this time of year, it's everywhere. I think only because it's such a big deal there. Like, you can get pumpkin spice lattes and stuff, but you can't get pumpkin spice Ben and Jerry's in the UK. I had some of that last year in America. Hmm. It's getting ridiculous over here. I, yeah. I saw pumpkin spice. Just about, there's pumpkin spice mini wheat cereal, and uh, pretty much the only thing I haven't seen is, like, pumpkin spice chapstick. But I'm sure that's probably oh, out sure there, too. Thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, that's probably out there. I would have felt like that's one of the first things they made. Yeah, Almost exactly. certainly. They they do and Oreo I don't know how big of a oh, yeah. thing Oreo is over there but they've actually done candy corn Oreos here in the states and they are disgusting. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we have Oreos, but I think you have a lot more variety than we do. It's yeah. been getting weird here. There's something new every couple months with them. Mm. And nothing beats the classic. Oh, I gotta yeah, get... I mean, I really like the mint ones just because I like mint chocolate flavor. But yeah, original mm-hmm. Oreos are the best. We can only really get original mint strawberry. And like the white ones here, the reversed ones or whatever they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a question off topic, off off cartoons and everything. What is your favorite horror movie? Jen, you might not have one because you hate, you know, being scared. But do you guys have a specific one that you enjoy? That's I mean, enjoy, no. Question. There is no <laughs> horror film that I enjoy. That was easy. There you go. That's a really hard question. I wish you'd asked me earlier on so I could have a really good <laughs> think about it. Um, Gary can go first if you want. Yeah, it might take me a week. Okay, we can wait a week. <laughs> Gary, did you have one? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as her. That's a really tough question. But I would immediately, my mind goes to Scream okay. uh, and some of Peter Jackson's earlier stuff, specifically Bad Taste. I've seen a lot of horror movies. Yeah, I, I don't watch. I don't watch them much anymore because I don't really like where horror has gone. No, it's so bad. In terms yeah. of, in terms of just like torture porn, I don't like that stuff. Yeah. Um, I prefer the campy '80s. Exactly. Sort of. For fun. me, I think my favorite. I got a few. I would mention. I guess. Um, I love the thing with Kurt Russell. Yeah. I love that movie. I love Scream as well. I was 16 when that came out, and I was a perfect age to watch it. And I love that movie. Um, I think my favorite one is going to be Halloween, the first one. Good pick. I've yeah. never watched any of the Halloween films. They're so bad and so good. <laughs> they would just be too frightening. Does Lost Boys count as a horror film? Because I like sure. that one, even though I do find it really scary. It's got vampires oh, wow. in it. Yeah. It's got vampires in, a, in it. In about a week, I will remember a low-budget <laughs> British horror film that I really love because I much prefer British films over American films. Was but it Shaun of the Dead? No, because that's that a is British. It's a great it film, though. Dog it Soldiers? No, that's... The Descent? That, no, that, I mean, that's all right. Both of those are okay. Was but, it Life of Brian? Have you Googled British horror films? Have you watched The Descent? Oh, that's a good... That's, I, love that, I love that movie. Okay, I what I often find with horror films is Someone tells me what they're about, and I think, oh, there's actually a really interesting premise. And then I want to watch it, but it's too frightening. And The Descent is one that I heard about, and I thought, I really want to watch this. And I think I've tried to watch it about five times now, and I can't get more than about maybe 40 minutes in before I am, like, freaking out. So I still, they're still stuck down that cave to me. But it was it was so terrifying, I could, couldn't even sit through it. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. When I was a a teenager, when Gary said Scream, that reminded me that actually I used to love Scream. Um, at sort of kind of too young to be watching it, but still, I was obsessed. Really with enjoyed it. that sort yeah, the, of. Uh, the, the second one I actually watched five times in the theater. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I would not have got into the theater. I don't think. <laughs> what year did it come out? Uh, the second one was ninety eight. First one was ninety six. Yeah, I thought yeah. we were. Oh, I thought we were sixteen when the first one came out, but I guess not. No, I I saw it when I was younger than that. Ninety eight. We were what? How old were we then? We would only have been. Um, I don't. How old are we? We would have only been thirteen. All right. Okay. Is that, that sounds. Right? About, that that sounds about. 
Yeah. So I think I was about 13 or 14 when I watched Scream for the first time. I don't think I watched and it until I was you, about 15 or 16. You can't sort of not mention The Exorcist as well. Oh, yes. I've yeah. never seen that. One of the... No, don't watch it, Jen. Yeah, no, you, you <laughs> would not make it past that movie. It still bothers me. I love it. And I think it's like the number one creepiest movie of all time. Mm. I watched it quite late one night in my... Sit- I had a shower, I sat on my bed and watched it with the lamp on. And as I turned, I caught a glimpse of my shadow on the wall, which was straggly hair and obviously like a female. And that was quite scary. Because I that's bet what so. the little girl looks like. <laughs> I, I kind of had the same story about Scream when I first watched it. We rented it and we brought it home. It was, it was I think it was afternoon we were watching it. And it's my brother and myself. And the first scene where um, Drew Barrymore, you know, was talking to the the guy on the phone. Yeah. One of the times the phone rang, it rang <gasps> it rang exactly the same time that our home phone rang, and I picked it up. Nobody was there, <laughs> and this is before cell phones, and so nobody was tricking me. It was just somebody just either on the line, just not answering, or somebody just hung up. And I thought, and that really put me into the movie. Honestly, I was so into that movie because it kind of freaked me out mm. yeah because nowadays it would be it would have been your brother exactly. with his arm yeah. down the side of the sofa exactly. and when you've gone out to answer the phone just gone do you want to play a little game but <laughs> yeah obviously in those days no i did really enjoy scream uh jen has gone completely silent i think we're scaring her yeah, i sorry, just I'm, no i've seen scream i watched it when i was a teenager but i just I can't, I can't identify with enjoying horror films because they just, they really like mess me up. Like a lot of, I've got a lot of imagination and they don't help me. Don't watch one of my other favorite ones, Event Horizon, because that's also pretty creepy. And I've seen Event Horizon and it terrifies me. Yes, I was going to say that that one scared me too. Because I have a thing when it comes to like demons and hell and that kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that would scare me as a kid. And, and Event right. Horizon I love to death, but it's, it's creepy. Well, it's kind of weird. Whenever I was younger, I used to be able to watch these all the time, no matter what time of day. As I've gotten older, though, it's a lot harder for me to really enjoy horror movies, and I just don't even attempt it anymore uh, because, I don't know, I I have a harder time dealing with it now than I used to. Um, I guess life got too real for me. But it's... it's interesting. When people ask me, like, to describe my favorite kind of movie, I'm like, well, there are two. Uh... Number one, I love the like bloody, gory cult films, um, and Disney. <laughs> so it's it's kind of a <laughs> juxtaposition between the two. I'm kind of more interested in spooky films, you know, like ghosts and things like that, rather than slasher murders and mm-hmm. right. Power, you know, vampires and werewolves. I'm not into those, but I I like ghosts. So, real quick, where can everybody find the KJD pod? They can go to kjdpod.com and all of our stuff's on there. You can find out our episodes, find out a bit more about us and lists of films that we've done and you can see the fabulous pictures of Katie's collection. Or, Jen, how else can they find us? You can also find our podcast directly on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and we also like Twitter. We're at KJDPod. Love it, and and do everybody check them out because honestly, I, they wouldn't be here today 
if I didn't enjoy their podcast. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very picky on who I invite over to the show, and you guys deserve a spot on our show. I feel honored. Yeah. Me too. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, me too. We can make another seasonal-themed episode. Yes, Christmas. Christmas is coming. <gasps> Christmas. Yes. All right. It's always, it's always fun learning how other cultures uh, experience the things that we've taken for granted for so long. So thank you for letting us into uh, your world. Yeah. Well, that's a pleasure. We'll uh, send over instructions on how to make proper tea. And uh, yes. I'll let you know how broccoli sandwiches work. <laughs> and right. you can and send us some candy corn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, mail, I'll mail you some candy corn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, please do. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode. Please check us out online, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.